whatever really happened to dudes calling each other best friends? Dave and John grew up in the 80s in New Jersey, and they did everything together. They were the quintessential best friends until they became teenagers and Dave moved away. Fast forward to today, and these two 40-somethings reconnected and decided to not only be besties again, but to put on a podcast and share their reunion with anyone who will listen. Welcome to Fat, Dumb, and Happy. Grow out your mountain man beard. We are talking about camping in the great outdoors. Welcome back to another great episode of Fat, Dumb, and Happy. This is Ben, and I'll be your host tonight as we mix things up a little. With us today, as always, is our tent-making special guest expert and Eagle Scout, John. How are you doing tonight, my dude? What's going on, man? It's going to be an awesome episode again, because that's all we do is awesome episodes. Yes. Yes. Looking forward to it. Our other special guest expert is another Eagle Scout and master fire starter, Dave. On a scale from ghost stories to s'mores, how are you doing tonight? Dude, I am a double chocolate s'mores tonight, man. This is going to be awesome for sure. I'm excited. <laughs> the big, huge marshmallow, right? <laughs> yes. A giant square uh, one. Yeah. We are going to talk about our memories of camping together back in the day and where camping falls in our priority list today, other outdoorsy adventures, and learn some survival and other tips along the way. It's going to be manly awesome, dude. Yes. All right. Dave, you want to start off? All right. Thanks, Ben. Yep. Over to uh, my favorite part of the show where we get to eat. Tonight, we're talking about camping in the great outdoors. So there was a fair amount of things. I was like the snack king. I felt like going on camping trips, I'd have like a grocery bag full of goodies. So it was a little hard to narrow down to what I really wanted to get. But tonight I am having some classic beef jerky. I don't feel like there's much more manly a snack to take with you camping than beef jerky. I'm a beef jerky fan. I like it chewy. I like it the hard kind. I like the beef sticks. I like the beef and cheese sticks combo, like all that stuff. Are you guys beef jerky fans? I definitely am. Are you into like pretty standard types or you go into like teriyaki or spicy or any of that kind of stuff? I'll try different flavors for sure, but I mostly just like classic peppered, you know, something like that. What about you? Yeah, beef jerky is really good, man. I wish it wasn't so dang expensive. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Like a bag is like 15 bucks, man. It's crazy. But it's funny you say that because every trip I make to HEB, I always grab some beef jerky sticks because they're yeah, right there at the checkout because I got no willpower whatsoever. So <laughs> yes. yeah, I, I grab like two or three of those beef jerky sticks. There's one that I don't think it's Jack's Links. I can't remember what it is, but there's one that they have the same one, but it's in New Jersey, but they have like a super hot one. And they don't mm. have that one here. It's super disappointing. Anybody in New Jersey that wants to send me some, that would be much appreciated. <laughs> I love it. To sponsor us, man. Yeah, exactly. All right. What about you, Ben? What do you got tonight? Well, like you said, there's a lot of different options. One thing that just I used a lot to just get energy, dude, was like trail mix, man. And the thing is, like, there's so many different kinds of trail mix. Oftentimes, like, we just put together our own kind of thing with some nuts and, like, raisins or something like that. And I honestly <laughs> didn't really like the raisins. Craisins actually are a lot better. But even still, it's hard to find that right balance of fruits and nuts and that kind of stuff, you know. And yep. today I just got great value here. It's a Cajun trail mix. Ooh, Cajun. And the Cajun one tastes actually pretty good. I like it, man. Nice. Yeah, our old school trail mix that had the raisins, like that was like the Hansel and Gretel like trail that we would leave behind us, you know, like follow <laughs> the raisins back to camp or something. Those <laughs> things are nasty. I think Dave's trail of raisins might have been why we've had problems with wild animals sniffing <laughs> yeah. at our tent. <laughs> Following <laughs> but... us back. <laughs> 
trail mix is awesome if you you know you take out all the nuts and the, the raisins and the fruit and everything and just have like the m ms yeah so m ms <laughs> yes i like m ms h-e-b has like a peanut butter version and maybe it is walmart i can't remember but it's just peanut butter items that one i can do nice. but like a regular i won't touch any of that stuff i just it's not good to me i know exactly which one you're talking about with the peanut butter dude it's got the yeah. reese's pieces it's got like yep. peanut butter like yeah, chips yeah mm-hmm. yep. yep oh dude yeah. so good and yeah, that, one's, and... that one's awesome i like that one yep i love it just you know without the nuts or the raisins you know just the m&ms basically <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> What about you, John? What do you got tonight? All right. So (laughs) you can't have a good campfire going, being around the camp without making s'mores. So I chose s'mores, but I'm going to tell you, I kind of deviated a tiny bit because I made them. I put them in the microwave. I got the, you know, I love graham crackers. I love chocolate, but I put the marshmallows in there with the the chocolate and into the microwave and kind of melted them a little bit. But yeah, they're rock hard now. So I went (laughs) a different direction and I have my favorite Pop-Tarts, which is the s'mores Pop-Tarts. I just oh, happen yeah. to have those here. I love nice. the s'mores pop tarts. So yeah, they're pretty delicious. Nice, so good, so mm. good, nice, warm and toasty without making a mess. It's awesome. Dude, I yeah. love pop tarts, man. That was a go-to for me actually, is to bring pop tarts along on the camping trips and just bust those out as like a snack whenever or a treat. So good. <laughs> I I could never master the marshmallow in the microwave thing, dude. It oh no, yeah. came out bad for me. So I admire yeah. your tenacity in trying that. <laughs> for me, it's like there's no way it always came out ruined. Like I just couldn't get it right. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that Christmas rock hard candy. That's what it is right now. Because oh no, <laughs> yeah, I did attempt everybody. I did attempt guys. So I tried, what? but I still got my s'mores. So we're good. Let's talk uh, roasted marshmallows real quick while we're on the subject. Like, were you guys, I know, John, you said you're not a big marshmallow guy, but Ben, were you pretty good at getting that golden or did you like getting the flame like some people do or what did you do? I like to consider myself good. I don't know that I really was, but I definitely tried not to burn it. I definitely tried to get it nice and golden brown. Yeah. I usually got maybe two thirds of it at least. Right. And then. Yep. One side was either like I gave up and was a little too raw or maybe got a little more toasty than I wanted. You know, I definitely aimed for that. And once in a while I did, I got a really good one. Like it was just perfect, you know, and it was like, yes, oh, so nice when you get it perfect. The people just leave it in the fire until it's burning and on flames and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, so, dude. Yeah. No, but no. <laughs> you know, the impatient people, there's like, just stick it right in the flames. I don't even care. Just burn that thing. Yeah, to get that nice golden edge, you got to put it right a little bit above the flame and turn it and turn it and turn it. And Yeah, dude, I would even get to the coals sometimes just to the side and that slow yeah. roast, man, get it perfect golden. But like the far end closest to the fire was always a little bit overdone and it was good. Yeah, you're not wrong. But uh, all right, well, look, let's move on and let's talk about our camping here. What are some of the first times or the earliest memories you guys actually have of going camping? I feel like I remember... At least with the scouts, you know, scouts are going to come up tonight for sure. Cause we did a lot of camping with the scouts. I remember being like, what, 11 when we started with the big guys and it had like a pack check and just feeling like half, like, dude, I'm a man now. <laughs> and then like another half, like I do not belong. I am not a man. <laughs> These guys are like way bigger and older and scarier. You know what I mean? Like, but it was exciting. Like, and that's the thing about camping is it's just like getting outside, doing what feels like manly things. That was a good time. So that's one of my early memories. What about you, Ben? For me, it's probably some fathers and sons camp out, you know, with our church. Yeah. Can't remember a whole lot, you know, my very early memories. 
but I do remember the dads all sitting around the campfire or something and all the kids just running off. I didn't somewhere to just mess around, whack at each other or something. You know what I mean? Yep. Just, and I remember at least one point where I was like, I don't know where I am. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the kids all run off and then I'm like not knowing which tent is ours. Not knowing, oh, yeah. you know, like that kind of feeling of a little bit lost. Like I know it can't be far, but I also don't know where I'm at. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. Yes, totally. Yeah, so it must have been sure. pretty little, I think, you know, but it was fun hanging out with a bunch of my friends and having dads around, but not, not necessarily too involved, at least at that point. Yep. Yep. Like Ben, I think my earliest of actual camping, you know, was the father and son campouts that we did. I always had to borrow my dad because mine was always, you know, off flying airplanes somewhere. But you know, I did go to a couple of those and, you know, that was fun. In my head, you know, my fondest memories or my most memorable memories came from scout camp. Like you said, a few years in a row of just straight camping every single summer. It was something to look forward to, but definitely had some good times doing it that way. For those who don't know, like when we were in the scouts, we did two camps. We did a winter camp and a summer camp. Did you guys have a preference one to the other? Summer for me all the way, man. (laughs) Much more to do, less like painful cold, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Ben, for sure. Like, it's just, you could do more things. You're more comfortable. There were more fun activities. But there's something special about those winter camps, though, for sure. And, like, kind of like I was saying earlier about just, like, doing, I don't know if this is wrong to say a lot, but, like, manly things, you know, and facing these, like, freezing temperatures. We'd have, like, our sled full of stuff that we would pull around with us and just snow activities, snowball fights, things like that, and... When I was living in Ohio, I volunteered as a scout leader for a few years with like 12 and 13 year olds. And their favorite camp experience was when it was like zero degrees, man. We went to some freezery thing and I don't know if it was their favorite, but it was the most memorable, at least. Like that's the one they talked about all the time was like that time that it was like crazy freezing and just like snow blowing like crazy. And yeah, it was just an adventure for sure. Yeah, I think I, I really enjoyed winter camp. Was it still a week long or was it just a, I didn't feel like it was as long. It was just a few days, right? Yeah, or even like one overnight to a day. Yeah, I think pretty right, much, right? Right, You know, But I did. I really liked it. And actually, I feel like that's where Andrew and I remember Andrew was on our podcast previously. That's I think where he and I actually became really good friends was one year at a winter camp. Nice. And because we did some sledding, you know, we did, you know, everything. And remember we had those chuck boxes that we had to take, like the big old boxes that had all the yes. stuff in it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> chuck boxes. Yeah, man. So, but you're correct. Summer camp, definitely more things to do, more possibilities to have fun, ways to mess around, things like that. I feel like I remember one time on a winter camp where I can't remember exactly, but I feel like there was a zipper to a tent that got frozen. And we had to do something. I can't remember what it was exactly, like get some hot water or something to help the other tent people get out. Like they were stuck in their tent, you know, because it was frozen shut somehow. And I don't know how it happened. Like maybe there was rain at at first and then it got colder and froze. I don't know how it happened, but that was one of my strong memories I thought I had of, of camping was that one time when that happened. The other one, uh, wintertime at least, was there was a competition, I guess, between troops. And they had all these different stations where they would do like first aid and stuff. And I was a victim, I guess, for the first aid thing. And they laid me down in the snow. And instead of having me like on a blanket or something like that, 
and I think I went into shock or something. Oh, like, man. I had to go home. I was like <laughs> dying, you know, because I was so, so cold, you know, like laying there in the snow while they took forever to figure out what to do. Like they couldn't remember how, how to lift me up and move me in and stuff, using the right types of first aid knowledge and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> and and one of the scout leaders ended up just driving me home because I was like <laughs> in bad shape. Oh man. I think I stayed crazy. in his car for like 10 minutes while they warmed me up a bit, but I still was like shaking and like gone. <laughs> They're like practicing first aid and I'm like, Ben, you're supposed to pretend like you have a broken leg. Not like you have hypothermia. Stop it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I remember one of the funniest actual winter camp. I don't like, it's weird. I remember we had, in the kind of South Mountain Reservation area back home, I think there were things like you were talking about, Ben, where we were competing against other troops and things like that. And I remember our scoutmaster at the time was David Bourne. I feel like I lost his compass on that on that little thing. But... Oh, no. <laughs> but the other time, you guys remember Nathaniel Cannon, he had a buddy named Michael McCurdy. He joined the scouts with us. He was in the actual scouting program. Good little dude. And his dad volunteered to come on one of the camping trips. And I guess this guy, I mean, he was a serious looking dude. And I think he must have been in, in the military at some point too, because like probably the Navy or something like that. Because I just remember him vividly coming over to us saying, hey, I need three volunteers to go get firewood. You, you, and you. I was like, wait, <laughs> that's not how volunteer works, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we just got, got voluntold, but for some reason that still sticks in my head to this day. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, camping was my exposure to, like, scary men, for sure. I don't know if we should talk about it, but uh, what was his name now? Can't even Mike remember. Mike Camberlin? Yes, yes. <laughs> I knew exactly where yeah. you were going with it. Yeah. He wasn't even the scout leader at the time. He no, wasn't. He no. came in, right? No. He was yeah. when I first came in, man. He was uh, a little intimidating. Intimidating, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I just remember one camp out. We actually had a cabin. This guy asked us to, like, tidy it up. And there was one of the scouts had to sweep and he like just totally belittled him about his like sweeping abilities. It was like, that's not how you <laughs> hold a broom. Who taught you how to hold a broom? And like, I remember just being terrified of this guy. And thankfully, like when I grabbed the broom and started sweeping, I guess I did it right. Cause he was like, see, this is how you do it. And I was like, okay, I survived like this scary dude. And yeah. Did you have stories about him, John? Do you remember? Yeah. I just remember him bringing a whip to camp. Like an actual whip. That's right. When he cracked, when he cracked that thing, man, holy cow! Yeah. yeah I mean, like deep down, he was a good dude. He he really yeah. was. But as a kid, what age you start scouts? 11, 12, 13? Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like I was yeah. scared out of my mind. <laughs> I stayed clear of him as much as I could. Yes, for sure. But good dude, good dude. I yes. remember my first summer camp. You know, and he was there and he had us doing some kind of service project, some cleanup thing. And I was working and a lot of the other kids were goofing off. And he came back and was like, how come the weakest, skinniest, grottiest kid is doing all the work? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, okay, add a few more adjectives there to make me feel worse. You know? Yeah, thanks. He's like, I mean, he's kind yeah. of praising me. You know, like, how come here he's doing all the work and you guys are goofing off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but he had to, like, throw in about five adjectives that were just, like, really demeaning and make me feel like, wait a minute. Now, that kid over there is a little smaller than me. So you can't say I'm the smallest, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> the weakest, ugliest, dumbest. He just keeps going. You're like, smelliest. <laughs> yeah, smelliest. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Like, easy, easy, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. He had a lot of tough love there, you know, getting, yeah. kids, yeah. getting kids to, to like straighten up their act and do what needed to be done to have a good experience. And I mean, it was good overall, but yeah, he had, he was a little rough around the edges. <laughs> For sure. So do we remember any specific instances that we were camping together, the three of us? I mean, I mean, I just remember, in fact, I think maybe Matt might have been with one of them, too. It was a father and son thing, I think, probably. Probably had to be know? a father and son. And then someone farted, and we're all like, oh, man, who did it? You know, And we're all like accusing each other. No, it wasn't me. It was you. <laughs> I don't know if anybody ever fessed up. Maybe like Matt started giggling, and we just basically assumed it was him or something. I don't know. <laughs> But that's one small memory I have of all of us together. That's awesome. It was like guess, it was me. Guess it was me. It. John, after you know, thirty years, finally confesses. Yeah, it was yeah, him. There's probably like three that's, of us. Like that's my mo. <laughs> we probably all did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember like yeah, fathers and sons for sure. The three of us together, and I remember like scout camp those early years that we were still in New Jersey. You know, me and John, for sure, I remember, like, the times together that we had. And then knowing that, like, Ben was there and you and Ralph were doing your own thing and ruling the camp, it felt like. And uh, we were just trying to survive. But, yeah, it was a good time for sure. Yeah. So what's your worst camping experience? Do you even have one? So for me, probably my worst camping experience was also one of my best. It was, like, it was a 50-miler, and it was so memorable because – a lot of people got sick. I got oh, sick. Yeah. I remember Dale Cheney. He like threw up on the trail, man. He was really sick, but I didn't feel good either, man. And we pushed through it. Like we're here. We don't have any way back. We just got to push through this. And I think we were mostly all feeling better by the end. And I just felt like so proud. We finally made it. It was a tough hike. There were some steep climbs. We had to help each other, like lift our packs up to do some scrambling like get back on the trail where there's some steep stuff, you know, and we worked hard together to do it. And that is one of those memories that I look back on and be like, you know, that's when I became tough and stopped yes. complaining about stuff because like, like anything after that was like, Oh yeah, we've had worse, you know, like almost a bragging rights. Like, Oh, you should have been there when we had that one time, you know what I mean? Yes. That's yeah, I awesome. Think, man. I remember on a 50 mile hike and then I went on, I remember as we were coming down the mountain, like it was, that was the hardest part for me. Yeah. Because for some reason, and, and this was, you know, before I got fat, I was in pretty good shape then. My legs were just nonstop, just quivering coming downward. I don't know why yeah. that was. I don't know what triggered it or whatever, but. Just spent. Yeah. Like they, had to, I know they had to stop a couple of times for me. So yeah, how was that guy? Going down is like more of a shock to your system. It's harder on your knees and stuff. A lot of times you go a little too fast and. You know, you're trying to slow yourself down a little bit. So you use your muscles more, I think, on going uphill, but then going downhill, you're pushing on your tendons and stuff in ways you're yeah. maybe not used to, man. That's rough sometimes. Yeah. It was not awesome. So, Yeah, I remember doing the 50-mile canoe trip. That was awesome and also kind of hard for sure. And so I can totally understand and relate to that kind of worst slash best experience. I remember getting back from that. 50 mile canoe trip and my knees were like dark lobster red like they were just baked in the sun for that whole time oh no oh yeah yeah, yeah. 
So, guys, what about like, you know, we've all been to scout camp. We've went several years. What are just some of your, either your fondest memories, just anything you remember about our scout camp that we went to? How about you, Dave? All right. One thing that always comes to mind, it's just this random thing, but the weather rock, man. We always had a weather rock that you go to <laughs> and you try to like, you know, if it's wet, it's supposed to be raining. If it's dry, it's sunny. You know, it, it had all these like ways to know what something was up. And it reminds me of when we were still in New Jersey. For some reason, I was able to convince mom to get me Hawaiian punch toothpaste. It was like Hawaiian punch flavored. And so it was like this totally red toothpaste. And it was, I mean, it was basically candy that I was brushing my teeth with. It felt like, but I'm sure it was, I'm sure it had some good things about it. But anyways, as part of our pranks, one night we took that Hawaiian punch toothpaste and put it all over the rock. Like, I don't know, the weather was going to be lava or something the next day or something. But I remember that was kind of fun. So I remember that rock, man. And it was like on that little teepee thing. It was just kind of hanging there, right? Yep. And, and you can find this on like Amazon and stuff like that, but to kind of what Dave was talking about, it'll say something like, you know, or they would tell you, you know, if the stone is wet, it's raining. If it's dry, it's not raining. Shadow on the <laughs> ground, it's sunny. If it's white on top, you definitely got some snow. You can't yeah. see the stone, it's foggy. If that's <laughs> if that stone is a swinging, it's pretty windy. If that stone's missing, there's a tornado. So you know, little things nice. like that, but, but the. I remember we did like pranks on it. And like, I remember some kids put some shaving cream on it to say that it would be snowing and stuff like that. Or I think even one time somebody peed on it and like nobody wanted to touch the rock, you know, because they knew. <laughs> oh, uh... One of the things that I remember was archery. I thought I was pretty good at it. Yeah. And I can't remember what it was, but like once you had your Eagle Scout, you could go help teach a class or something like that or teach a merit badge or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, I got to go back and teach archery for that week, you know, when I went back nice. and the Eagle Corps, right? So that was pretty cool. I, I did enjoy doing that. So did you ever get to do that or anything? Or what was your favorite merit badge kind of thing? Man, I loved shooting at the range for sure. Yeah. Rifle shooting and archery. And in Colorado, I even had the opportunity to do hatchet throwing. So we got to throw a hatchet at the, the block, which I've done again since then. Just axe throwing is a good time. They have places now you can go do that. And I got to do black powder shooting, which was pretty cool too. Loading it with the black That's powder cool. and everything else. Yep. Nice. Um, so those were always like the most fun, but memorable was the wilderness survival merit badge. You guys remember that one, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah you got to build your own shelter. And that one felt like you were uh, really roughing it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And the wilderness survival, and I, <laughs> I remember we had to build a lean to so we could have some you know, protection from the rain. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember who was to each side of me. Couldn't tell you for the life of me. But <laughs> I do remember being in the middle. Like there was just three of us in this little lean to man. And it was like, we went to sleep for maybe like an hour or something like that. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I get like mad claustrophobic. They're like pushing these dudes out the way so that I could get out. <laughs> yes. And then I, I ended up having to sleep on the end. So at least I could feel like I, had, I could breathe. Yeah, yeah so man. That was not awesome either. <laughs> I remember like it was raining too, uh, finding ferns and stuff and trying to lay them out in enough to get some kind of blockage from the water. And, oh, man. you know, and, but yeah, it was kind of made me feel like I was being a little tough, you know, yep. trying to yep. start a fire when it's like all wet and stuff. It was a kind of a fun merit badge. I think my favorite yep. one or my most memorable one was 
I can't remember what it's called, but it was like one about airplanes. And I got to go up in a little Cessnas or whatever they call them. Nice. You know, those little planes where it was like enough room for like the pilot and t- maybe two little kids squished in the back or something, you know? Nice. And that was fun, man. Aviation awesome. marriage. Aviation. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. And, and you know, that's crazy because I just remember us having rivalries with other troops from, you know, throughout the scouting program, but it only happened at summer camp. Like the rest of the year, we never even talked to them. But like at camp, troop, what did we say it was? Troop 333 or whoever it was, Freehold, New Jersey. They were always like trying to antagonize us and trying to think that they were better than us, man. And for some reason, we always <laughs> just tried to have these little prank wars. And it was probably the most ridiculous thing ever looking back at it. But I saw, for some reason, it just always sticks out to me. Yeah. So yeah. I think that started from actually like years and years back because I remember my first year there. We had, and I think it was Troop 413, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Someone's got a, something. I think it was 411. 411. That might be right. Anyway, surgical tubing was this big thing. And we would have these water fights with them. We'd also create these big, huge catapults and launch water balloons, you know, over their tents and have like hit the trees and like rain down on them and stuff. And I mean, it wasn't just their troop. But I think they took it the hardest and they wanted to always get us back. And I felt like we always had traps and stuff set up. So whenever they tried to get us back, we got them worse like every time. (laughs) And (laughs) they just made them more and more like determined to get us like every year after that for as long as I can remember. Not positive it's the same troop, but I think it was like the same troop that just like really had it out for us for a while. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure it was Freehold 411 because 311 is a band. (laughs) And I, th- and I think uh, Troop 333, I think that was Morristown, if I remember correctly. I think 411 was right. But I always felt like we also always had somebody guarding our camp yeah. so that they couldn't come raid us. So it was always like the Matt and Jeffs and Eric Amberlins of the sword. They were there, but like nobody would come mess with them because they were there. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did any other troops do the surgical tubing thing? I felt like was that, that was us, like- man. I felt that was like something special to us. And yeah. we had to earn it, though. We had to earn their surgical tubing. Like, for those that don't know. Yeah, explain that Surgical tubing, if you tie off a knot on one end and you fill that thing with water, that is ginormous. Forget a super soaker. Super soaker mm-hmm. is nothing compared to surgical tubing. Stretches and out and everything, yeah. It stretches out, man. I mean, you can have, like, a one long enough, like, four people have to hold it. Yep. <laughs> it's just, like, and it's awesome. And then I forgot about the little... uh where we were launching oh the balloon like water, launcher, balloon, water balloon launcher catapult, yeah. the catapult yeah the yes. catapult that's the first place i remember ever seeing that thing and thought it was just amazing it could shoot like across the whole lake it was, it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah we but we perfected it because we had done it for years and years and we had these two huge logs you know that were just the right size that you could shove in the ground lean against and then that somebody could pull it back so freaking far and launch it <laughs> it was like put in some i think it was a bleach bottle kind of thing yeah, but cut. it cut out in a certain way so that right. when it launched, they had to put tape around it and stuff to make sure it didn't like the actual container didn't pop the balloon ahead right. of time. You know, people tried to copy us and they couldn't get it right. You know, and so oftentimes they would try to launch it. I remember this other troop. Yeah, they tried to do the same thing after we got him the previous year, and he had this big, huge thing like wrapped around him, like the huge one. And then somebody came up and like got a knife on it. And then it struck down and he's like screaming, you know, because it went from huge to to shrinking up on him. 
Oh. And I felt bad for him afterwards, man. I'm like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. So, yeah. I think other no. people tried to copy us, but I don't think they ever really got it right. My first year, I think, like, one of the older scouts, I can't remember, the Tolmans or something like that. I think one of them had a dad that, like, worked at a pharmacy, and he could get, like, a ton in bulk, like, cheap. <laughs> You know, and so they would just whip it out to every kid, you know, like they have a big, huge troop, you know, like everybody shows up and everyone had a pretty good, decent sized one, at least. Like, I do think they got them in bulk because I remember this big, like, just they roll, roll it out, roll, dude. And roll. Of, yeah. And they just cut it off. And like, all right, you get two feet, you get two feet, you get two feet. And yeah. like, and look, man, when it comes to scout camp, something you'll never hear in real life is you don't mess with short hills, baby. Yes, right. <laughs> Troop thirty three. Seriously, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good times though, man. Good times. It's crazy though because there were things like I feel like for those that that don't know, like the first time you go to scout camp, you're on this little thing called Trail to First Class, which is where you kind of knock out all your basics, kind of yeah. your first little steps towards becoming an eagle, and you get that all in one week. And so. I feel like that time, I don't remember much of anything because I was busy doing everything. I just don't even remember going to the mess hall. I seriously don't remember ever eating in the mess hall. I'm sure I did. I just (laughs) don't remember it, man. I just don't. So there are things like that that, you know, that I don't really remember. But, you know, a lot of good times, man. Yeah. But I'm sure you remember the taste of, like, the orange drink that we would have, man. Like, the powdery, just (laughs) classic camp orange drink with, like... Makes your upper lips stained orange for a few days and stuff like that. that. I yeah, do it's remember, pretty gross. Yes. Yeah. I remember they would bring prune juice and like it was to get people to be able to have some movement. Well, because yeah, you got to do times it. People don't like go at all the whole week practically. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I remember too the camp songs, you know, and the cheers that we would do, right? Like in New Jersey, it was like you had to sing a certain song to be able to get any lost items back. I think they did it in Colorado too. I can't remember, but definitely in New Jersey, that whole bird in the sky song or whatever it was. You guys remember it? How does that go, Dave? I think you should sing it to us. Something like way up in the sky where the little birds fly, (laughs) way down in their nest. Where the little birds rest, Shh, they're sleeping. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the actions and everything too. Oh, that's hilarious. It was. I don't remember what it was exactly for, but there was the other one. You were like actually singing against another troop or something like that, or you were just singing it as a troop. I can't remember, but it was the um, "There ain't no flies on us." Yeah, there yeah. ain't no flies on us. There may be flies on some of you guys, but there ain't no flies on us. Yeah, I forget what it was for. I don't know why we were singing it. It was probably ridiculous looking, but and, and they would sing it back louder or something like that. It was it back was and forth. It split the whole mess hall in half and be like screaming at each other, trying to be louder than the last. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did a scout camp though? Like that was more the tents that we had there were already they were just like tents. They were already set up and everything, right? Yeah, they'd have like the platform, right? If I'm yeah, the platform. Yeah, it was like a platform, and then it had a couple cots in each one, and then you yeah, slept on the cot. Yeah, that's right. And they all smelled the same. Terrible. Smelled like like testosterone, just straight pure testosterone. And feet. old testosterone covered with yeah. daddy long legs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Always. This is the biggest daddy long legs ever, man. For sure. 
I remember one scout camp, I was actually bunking with Andrew Busaith, and shout out to Andrew. What's up? He would never forgive me if I didn't tell the story because it bonded us. But we swear to our lives to this day that our tent was kind of right near the campfire. And so everybody was asleep, but we were just sitting there talking or whatever. And no joke, we swear on our lives that we saw a bear coming through our campsite. Nice. And yeah, so, you know, even if it was just our imagination, which we don't think it was, but even if it was, (laughs) that bonded us, so. That's awesome. Yeah, good times, good times. It was probably just Mike Hamberlin, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You had the scary guy from earlier. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But so, yeah, no, man, so. Yeah, that's the only wildlife I actually saw there. So we had a leader of our scout troop at one point in Colorado who worked at a like factory, and I don't know what they produced or whatever. I was a young teenager and didn't you know probably care too much. But one time he brought like a garbage bag full of magnesium chips, and like he showed us first. He's like, check it out. Like throw some in the fire, and it would burn real hot and bright, and you know it's basically yeah, it would just. It would shoot out and stuff like that. And he's like, now watch this. And he throws some in and he'd squirt it with some water. And so it would just like the water would evaporate so quickly. It would just like burst, you know, like, so, you know, we're like, that's pretty cool. And we're throwing little handfuls and squirting a little water. And of course, as like young teenagers, a little handful and a little squirt's not enough. So we like grab like the whole bag and just (laughs) dump the rest of it. And then the cooler of water. And it's just like, boom, this giant explosion. It was, uh, it was pretty awesome. That sounds similar to how I set my house on fire. Not going to lie. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this fire doesn't have enough Cheetos in it. Yeah, so. I used to love building fires, man. Do you guys have any fire stories or remember doing that a lot? I know we always used, you know, kindling and then try to do it with the little flint. I was terrible at that thing. Yeah. The little, little spark, get that going. I probably wasn't as good as starting fires, you know, contrary to my previous story. Um <laughs> yeah what about you ben i just remember you know every new scout like is wanting to shove everything they can get in there you know whether it's pine needles and stuff that smell or plastic or something you know and then like the scout leaders are always trying to get them to stop like sticking a stick in and pulling it out and swinging it around and stuff it's like yeah like you know as a young scout that's something that every kid wants to mess around with and do stupid stuff with and then learn to not do it anymore, you know? I remember one of the scouts, I don't know what he did exactly, I can't remember, but I do remember the end result was that he burned off all the hair, like all the hair off his legs. It's like so like in his shiny <laughs> legs. Because <laughs> he got through something he shouldn't have in the fire and it got super hot or something, I don't know, maybe it was like an insect spray or some can oh, or something. Oh, man. We have all messed with fire for sure. I mean, like every boy wants to have his own torch. So the putting the stick in and pulling it out for sure makes sense. And then, yeah, any kind of aerosol, we've all probably done that too, for sure. With the the aerosol and the flame. Yeah. Everybody's done that. But I remember, Ben, I feel like I remember you being one of the ones like teaching me as a young scout, like to don't stuff it. It needs oxygen and, you know, like teaching me kind of how it all works. and, And it's pretty cool for sure. Hey, thanks so much for listening to part one of this episode. Stay tuned for more fun in part two.